Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. It is the Kendall and Casey Show. I'm Rob Casey's here. You know, Casey, I don't know if you're aware, but this property tax thing, it's kind of a big issue. I've heard something about it. And you may be aware I've been a little critical of the (laughs) inaction by the Republicans. And by inaction, I mean absolutely nothing at all. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And uh, the legislative session has begun. And yesterday, the other day, the Indiana Capital Chronicle had a nice report on this detailing What thus far is a lack of comprehensive plan for the Republicans. Now, as we said, there are individuals who have filed individual bills. And, well, let's talk with one of the best reporters in the business from the Indiana Capital Chronicle, Nikki Kelly. Nikki, how are you? Good. How are you guys? I'm great. So now you obviously covered the State House for years and years and years with the Journal Gazette. Now it's Indiana Capital Chronicle. Did your office improve when you switched over to Capital Chronicle? Did you keep (laughs) the same digs? How is it over there at the State House for the new session? Well, because we have a staff of four, we did get an office across the street from the state house. There you go. I previously worked in a shack in the basement, <laughs> but that's not good for more than one person. All right, so let's talk about property taxes. You guys had a very nice uh, expose on this. I remain shocked, and many conservatives at least, and Republicans in general remain shocked. This seemed like an issue that would be right in the wheelhouse of the Republicans, given the success they had on property tax reform in 08 and 10. They knew for a year this assessment issue was a big deal, but your reporting says that while there are individual bills, some of them even coming from Democrats, there doesn't seem to be a comprehensive plan like there was in 08 or 010 related to property taxes. Why, why do you think that is? Well, I think, first of all, the reason is because we still don't have the property tax bills. I mean, you keep saying massive and skyrocketing. We get the bills here in a few weeks. You know, they're due in March. Just because your assessment went up doesn't mean your bill's going to go up. Now, it still could, but it's part of a mathematical equation. So if a, if a city or town, for instance, has a budget that stayed the same and people's assessments went up, they can technically charge a, a lower tax rate to get the same amount of money. So it, it, I mean, we really don't know yet. And I think we're waiting for some more data to come in through the Department of Local Government Finance to figure out if there's a problem to solve. I think one of the things we base that on is obviously the assessments, but also we have begun to have many people who are calling or writing the show saying, look, my lender is telling me my escrow is going up X amount in anticipation of that. They're kind of in the business of doing those those sort of things. So I think overall, it would be safe to say to think, though, that people's property taxes are are going to go up if we're banking on local governments doing the right thing and having a lower rate. I, I just think people, when they start getting those letters, they're anticipating, hey, this this is going to go up. Yeah, I, and I don't know all that goes into them doing that. I mean, for instance, if your escrow was under last year, then they're obviously going to raise it for the year forward. They will take into account the assessed value, of course. I'm just saying I, I think we need more data. It, you mentioned that I was at the Journal Gazette for years. I was around when we first changed to the market-based system, back after the property tax system was found unconstitutional. So I went through that whole thing. And I think we're getting the first sort of growing pains of what a market-based system means, which is 
everyone's selling their property for these huge amounts of money, right? Well, assessments are based on sales disclosures of properties that are selling that are similar to you or yours. So, I mean, that's what we're seeing. And I think lawmakers are being very cautious about whether we sort of throw the baby out with the bathwater when it's, you know, it's kind of cyclical. Like we could see assessments go down in a couple of years. Uh, Nikki Kelly from the Journal Gazette. Or the Journal Gazette. I'm terribly sorry. All those years of doing that. Nikki Kelly from the Indiana Capital Chronicle is our guest. Uh, talking about property taxes, they have a, a great piece out over at IndianaCapitalChronicle.com. Was it a mistake in hindsight to put the tax caps in the Constitution? Because does that now make it harder for them to do large-scale reforms because the tax caps are part of the Constitution? Yeah, it does absolutely make it harder. Uh, there's not a lot they can do. I mean, they can freeze some assessments, which gets you back. If they start freezing assessments for some people and not others, like, for instance, uh, older people who've had their homes a certain amount of years, that gets us back into the system we were before. We were treating people not the same, and it gets all out of whack. Um, they can freeze tax bills as well, and those there are some bills on that. But, again, focusing on certain groups of people. Uh, so that's very complicated. Uh, we did ask. Governor Holcomb about this yesterday, and I can read you his quote if you want. Oh, great. Yes. He, he, fi he finally said something. Great. Yes, go, please. <laughs> he Okay, so here what he said. He said they're looking into it. They should know in the next few weeks how it is. He said, um, hold on, let me find this here. This will be discussed. We'll be ready to act if we need to in a very surgical way and not just move away from all the hard work that we've done to provide a lot of certainty when it comes to property taxes for commercial and residential property. Okay, well, at least you see, this is why you're one of the best in the business. Mm -hmm. You finally, after all this time, got him to say something. So great job. Uh, Casey, go ahead. So, Nikki, I want to ask you, because the legislative session just began, what was the vibe? You know, they're they're working on the budget. Yeah, I mean, the first day is always, you know, sort of pomp and circumstance and hugging and how was your your holidays. It's never very serious. Um, you know, it takes a few weeks to see if, if there's going to be any tension. All the bills aren't even out yet, so it, it's going to be a pretty slow week, obviously highlighted by the governor's state of the state address tonight. Uh, Nikki Kelly, our guest from the, uh, I did it again, from the Indiana Capital Chronicle. Find her at indianacapitalchronicle.com. I'm sure a whole bunch of radio broadcasters do that with you when you do interviews, right? No, just you, just, Rob. Uh, just you. <laughs> hey, so, you know, I think from our perspective, we look at it and say, look, we're not against property. I mean, I am against property taxes, but we understand they're going to exist. I think our issue is... If you're not monetizing that asset, right, you own a stock. If Tesla stock goes up, you don't pay for the Tesla stock until you monetize it. I think about somebody like my dad who's lived in the same home for 37 years, and he's never monetized that asset, yet he keeps paying. And, you know, he's a senior citizen now. Are, are they appreciating that, that that's like part of the equation that people keep getting not only taxed, but taxed higher and higher and higher for things that they are not monetizing. Does that register with these lawmakers at all that you're talking to? I think it does register with them, but you also have to play a little devil's advocate, which is your dad is still getting services for that house, right? And those services go up. So the streets, fire protection, police protection, maybe his house hasn't caught fire, thank God, but those firefighters still have to be there. They get paid more every year. Their insurance goes up you know, to be able to staff that firehouse. 
So that's an example of the services still continue. And those obviously everything's gone up with inflation, including what we're paying people. So, you know, I can see both sides to that argument. Uh, is there any would, I'm asking you to prognosticate here, which I know you're in the reporting mm-hmm. business, but you also write a, a very nice uh, opinion piece now. So now you can prognosticate over at Indiana Capital Chronicle. When we get done with session in April, do you think there will be small tinkers to the property tax structure in Indiana? There will be something big that happens. There will be nothing that happens at all. If you were a guesser, which you're an uh, editorialist now, you're in the guessing game. What do you think? I think the most we'll probably see is some tinkering or small tweaks. Um, Like I said, I think this is the painful part of a market-based system, but you know, it is a little bit cyclical, and this is unfortunately the year that it goes up. Obviously, we saw property tax, well, the assessments went up about 15% ab- on average. The estimate is going to be 7% for bills. We'll know more in a couple weeks, but I, I would bank on more of the tinkering side. Now, who do you think is going to take the lead on the tinkering? Well, I think it'll probably just be individual uh, lawmakers. There are a number of bills out there. There's some vehicle bills that they can put some stuff in. I, I mean, I do, even talking to leadership, they're aware of it. They're ready to deal with that in the second half if they need to, but they're not going to, you know, put a lot of time into it in the first half when we don't have all the data yet. Yeah, so that, that's, I think that's what she was asking. There's not going to be a thing like with abortion where Rod Bray comes out and says, this bill is starting here. I'm leading on this bill. Here's the general framework. We may have some changes made to it, but here is the plan for the republic. It's like like you don't see that happening. No, and largely because they don't they don't know what the problem is yet, so it's hard to define a solution unless you know exactly, you know, what the data is for what the problem might be. Okay, you can find her over at indianacapitalchronicle.com. Friend of the show, we love her. Nikki Kelly, thank you for all you do. And thanks for covering the State House. You guys do a phenomenal job. Mm-hmm. We love using your stuff. So uh, thanks for your uh, contribution to transparency in Indiana government. Thank you. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC.